Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the local company granting student loans to those who otherwise don't qualify. It sort of shocked me, like why weren't banks lending to international students? And after seeing over decades, too many students or too many friends of friends drop out of school or not be able to come here in the first place, in 2014, I decided to launch a company that would solve this social issue. People often talk about the problem of student loans, student indebtedness, but let's face it, finding money to go to school is a big challenge for people all over the world and here in the United States. Empower is a startup here in DC that's addressing this problem directly and effectively. Manu Smaja is the co-founder and CEO of Empower, and we're joined in the studio. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me here. Empower is a really innovative company. I like it a lot. Tell everybody about it. Empower in a nutshell makes loans to international students and DACA students who come here to top universities in the U.S. Uh, and for me and for the 30 people that work at Empower in D.C., uh, this resonates very personally. Uh, so 20 years ago, I was myself an international student at UVA, so not too far from here. Uh, and frankly, I struggled financially through school. Uh, I did well academically, but had to take a bunch of odd jobs. I was a grader, a tutor for math, physics, computer science, French. I was even an indoor soccer referee, which I joke was like refereeing cage fighting. <laughs> uh, ultimately, I pulled through uh, with the help of my family, but it sort of shocked me. Like, why weren't banks lending to international students? And after seeing over decades, you know, too many students or too many friends of friends drop out of school or not be able to come here in the first place. In 2014, I decided to launch a company that would solve this social issue. And uh, yeah, today Empower is able to help hundreds of students. Uh, we, we do so with 250 universities across the U.S. Uh, and we're excited every day we get hundreds of applications for loans from students who don't have a co-signer, don't have collateral, but are high potential, high energy, and got admitted into a really top university in the U.S. I always find it interesting because many universities really want to have international students. They actively solicit them for a lot of reasons. Um, but yet they don't seem to create much infrastructure to help the students pay for it, do they? The universities try their best, uh, but even the banks fail at it. That The banks don't have a, sort of the, the right marketing and sales channel to reach out to these students. For instance, Empower has an office in Bangalore in India to be able to be on the ground where a good chunk of international students come to the U.S. Uh, Empower has a very different credit algorithm to make credit decisions. Empower has a global servicing and payment infrastructure so that students can have a seamless experience repaying their loan, whether they're based in New York after graduation or whether they go back to Mumbai or Shanghai or Paris, for instance. And I pick on Paris because I'm originally French. I think there's a big burden already on universities to they have to provide a great educational experience. Providing the financial part is not really part of their purview, and that's why we partner with them. Uh, and we, we cover that part of it. And we're able to bring more international students and then retain them as well. Give me an example of somebody who was able to get a loan through you that otherwise wouldn't have been able to get an education here. Tons of stories. And you're right. These students are extremely credit worthy. It's just credit worthiness is sort of this absolute measure that's over time been confounded with the FICO score. Uh, and the FICO score works great if you're a middle-aged person and you've gotten a bunch of credit cards, a car loan, et cetera. But when you're young and starting off in life, it doesn't work for you. You don't have an established credit history, but it doesn't mean you're a bad, uh, you're a bad credit risk. So let me give you an example. Uh, there is uh, this young woman who was working in Venezuela. She was working as a top-notch corporate lawyer uh, in a big bank in BBVA. And uh, a few years ago, she got admitted uh, into once she received death threats in Venezuela. Uh, so she was on the side, she was opposed to the Chavez political party. 
she received death threats and um, from one day to the other she had to flee the country, let go of her job, let go of her car, let go of her apartment and her friends and family and just flee the country for her life. She decided that the easiest way for her to make it to the US and to you know, make something out of time away from, from Venezuela was to get continue her education. So she enrolled at an LLM program at the University of Miami. Unfortunately, she didn't have the financial, she didn't have the 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars it can cost for years worth of tuition at one of these top schools. Uh, and no one would lend to her. And despite uh, her credit history, her background, her potential, as a hotshot lawyer, no one would lend to her. Uh, so she turned to Empower and, and we were able to lend to her and she was able to complete her education. Uh, we have hundreds of stories like that. Students who make it to their junior, senior year as undergrad and are five or $10,000 short of becoming an engineer, of uh, finishing pre-med you know, pre education. Some, some of those students already have a job lined up. I think uh, another story that hit me was this uh, French student who was at Columbia University and had a job lined up in an investment bank, uh, making six figures out of uh, out of uh, a quick grad degree, uh, and uh, and no one would lend to him because again he didn't have an established credit history in the U.S. This business strikes me very much as uh, what I would call fintech business. There are an awful lot of them revolutionizing different parts of the credit industry. Mm -hmm. um, I think of you. I think of SoFi out in the West Coast is mm -hmm. you know approaching slightly differently. Manu, why did you locate the company here and not go to California like I'm sure many people told you to? DC, DC resonates very strongly with, with what we do and with our mission. You know, in 2010, I was uh, based in Brussels and I was working a lot in Sub-Saharan Africa. And I thought, where do I personally want to be in, in the world? And I considered Tokyo, Singapore, where I'd spent some time, considered moving to Paris, where I'm originally from, uh, considered a lot of different places. And DC struck me as potentially the one place in the world where everyone you stop in the street wants to distort the planet in a positive way. And, uh, and I thought that was such a strong mission that, that said so much about people in DC that yeah, this is where I wanted to live personally. And then the same question happened again in 2014. The business Empower had been created in early 2014. By mid to late 2014, where things were picking up. Uh, we were starting to hire employees. We were starting to get, to get traction with students. And we thought, well, should we go to San Francisco? Some of the VCs are telling us, hey, go to the West Coast, this is where it's happening. But then we thought about it and we thought, DC is a place that has the biggest lender to students overall, the federal government, um, that has the biggest private student lender, Sally May, that has an incredible source of analytical talent in financial services with Capital One just outside, uh, the, just out, on the other side of the river. Uh, and then that has a lot of really highly educated folks uh, that are really passionate about making a positive impact on the world. Why in the world would we go anywhere else? And so uh, that's why we decided to stay. And, it, and it's been really good. We're very happy uh, with the folks that have joined our team over time. And we're really happy about being in D.C. Well, I'm really happy that you took the time to come in and share your story with us today, Manu. It's, it's great to hear of your progress. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington, and a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, 
an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Support for this podcast comes from University of Maryland's Smith School of Business, where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>